Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a cryptid podcast. I'm your host, Josh. For anyone new to the podcast, welcome! Each week, I will be coming out with a new episode focused on a cryptid that I find super fascinating and weird. And if you still don't know what a cryptid is, totally cool. According to Merriam-Webster, a cryptid is an animal, such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster, that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Now, cryptids don't have to be supernatural or mythical beings. Although many of them are, some cryptids have actually become documented animals. Make sure you go and follow the podcast on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, and check out the post I make for each episode. And maybe send any suggestions you'd like to hear. Now, I know last week I said I'd be covering Hellhounds, but due to some scheduling conflicts, I am pushing it back. But the good news is, is that in a couple weeks, we have a very special segment of the Weird Club that I cannot wait to tell you about, so make sure you stay tuned. This week, we are talking about a cryptid that has been roaming the Pine Barrens since the 1700s. We are talking about the Jersey Devil. Today's Weird Club inductee is a Jersey native and my friend Joanna, a beautiful and phenomenal opera singer that lights up a room just by walking into it. We will talk about possible explanations, and we'll even get to hear what another New Jerseyan thinks. Now, the New Jersey Devil is a very famous cryptid. In fact, one of the most famous. I would say they're like a B-list celebrity for cryptids. There are some variations of the origin story, but there's one in particular that I remember hearing growing up in good old Dirty Jers. So, let's dive in. 1735, Estelville, New Jersey. A Quaker woman named Mother Leeds was living a hard life. Her husband was the town drunk who never made enough money to support her and their 12 children. But when she found out she was pregnant with the 13th child, she couldn't take it anymore. She shouted out, let this one be the devil. A few months later, the baby was ready to arrive. Mother Leeds went into labor and all of the midwives came to assist. Everything was normal and she gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. But his beauty didn't last long. Suddenly, her statement began to come true. All of a sudden, the baby transformed into something that can only be described as beastly. The baby grew horns from the top of its head and claws ripped through its fingers. Massive bat-like wings sprouted from its back and hair and feathers appeared all over. Its eyes began beaming bright red as they grew larger. The baby had become a demon. It attacked its mother, killing her, then turning on the midwives, killing some of them and horribly wounding others. The creature let out an unearthly shriek before bursting through the door, where its father and twelve siblings were trembling with fear. It attacked everyone there and killed as many as it could. The beast then flew out of the chimney and into the pine barrens to live out the rest of its life. Now, like I said, there have been a ton of sightings, and some of them are well-documented and others are not, so I've picked some of my favorites. But before that, let me give you a more detailed description of the cryptid. The Jersey Devil is usually described as a flying creature that stands on two long legs with hooves for feet. It has a goat or horse-like head with bat wings, horns, smaller arms with long, sharp claws for fingers, and a forked tail. It has bright, red, glowing eyes, and it lets out a blood-curdling screech. 
There's no definitive size of the creature, but stories range from 4 feet tall to 10 feet tall. The creature is believed to live in the Pine Barrens, which is a dense 1.1 million acre forest in southern New Jersey. But the creature has been spotted in parts of Pennsylvania and some parts of central Jersey, so basically in the surrounding areas of the Pine Barrens. Since I am from New Jersey, I have of course been to the Pine Barrens, and let me tell you, its beauty is within its creepy value. It's usually covered in the red, orange pines that have fallen from the trees, and in the winter it looks like something straight out of a fairy tale. So the perfect place for a demon cryptid to live. Alright, now let's get into some sightings. Sometime in the late 1700s, Joseph Bonaparte, the brother of Napoleon Bonaparte and former king of Spain, was living in Borden Town, New Jersey, at his massive estate. He was living there because of its location on the main route between Philadelphia and New York. One day, while he was game hunting, he spotted the creature flying through the trees. He fired directly at the creature, but it had no effect, and the creature flew away. Stephen Dechter, an American naval hero, in the early 19th century had a very similar sighting. According to legend, he was visiting the Hanover Mill Works to inspect his cannonballs being forged. While there he was visiting a firing range and sighted the creature flying, flapping its wings. He fired a cannonball directly at it and, like Joseph's sighting, had no effect on the creature and it just flew away. The first time the creature was ever written about in any kind of newspaper was in 1909, and this incident was probably the most intense one. This series of events happened between January 16th and January 23rd of 1909. At the beginning of the week, reports started coming out from all across the Delaware Valley about tracks being found in the snow. The footprints went through fences, fields, and even backyards, and weird enough, on rooftops of houses. The people of New Jersey started to panic. Bloodhounds were sent out to follow the tracks so they could find the creature, but the bloodhounds refused to follow the trail. Schools began to close, and even the mills in the Pine Barrens were forced to close when their workers refused to come into work because they wouldn't travel through the woods. Then there were sightings in Camden and in Bristol, which is in Pennsylvania. In both of these instances, the police were called, and when they arrived, they fired upon the beast, but it didn't seem to make a difference. A few days after these reports, the creatures appeared in Haddon Heights and terrorized a trolley car full of people before flying away. And then, later, that same day, appeared in Camden, this time attacking a meeting of a social club late at night before flying away. Some witnesses from these events claimed that it looked like a large flying kangaroo, while others claimed it looked like an ostrich. Then, in West Collingswood, it was spotted on the roof of a house. Firemen aimed their hose at it, but it attacked them before flying away. The entire week, people reported that their chickens were being slaughtered, and one woman even claimed she caught it trying to eat her dog. The Philadelphia Zoo apparently offered a huge reward for anyone who could provide the creature's feces so that they could be tested. And I'm sure people tried to claim the reward by providing feces of regular animals, but the zoo never reported any findings. Soon after these 1909 
reports, a man named Norman Jeffries, who worked for the Art Street Museum in Philadelphia, claimed he had captured the infamous Jersey Devil. Jeffries and his friend Jacob Hope, who was an animal trainer, purchased a kangaroo from a circus and attached fake claws and bat wings onto it with glue. They told the public they had captured the devil, and it was displayed at the museum. About 20 years later, Jeffries admitted to the hoax. The 1909 rampage and influx of sightings was the only time that this creature did something like that. From then on, there were scattered sightings, but it should be mentioned that in 1939, the New Jersey Devil was named the official state demon, which would make it the one and only official demon of any state. Walter Edge, the governor of the state at the time, said, quote, When I was a boy, I was never threatened with the boogeyman. We were threatened with the Jersey Devil, morning, noon, and night. End quote. So, as you can see, belief in this creature was so statewide, and although some thought of it as a boogeyman-type story, others thought it was truly out there. Now, I've got three sightings that span from 1972 to as recent as 2015, and one of them includes photo evidence, so make sure you go check out the Instagram post. 1972, Glassboro State College. On a winter night on Green Tree Road, which is about an hour south of the Pine Barrens, a woman named Mary was driving back to her apartment. Something caught her eye in her rearview mirror. She slowed down to see if there really was something back there. Maybe just a deer, a fox, or a raccoon. But the moonlight lit up a creature that was exactly like she had heard in the stories growing up in New Jersey. A figure crossing the road that was larger than a man and was standing on two legs that looked like some kind of horse-like animal. Its torso looked almost human, but the head of the creature was, according to her, huge and woolly. The creature was about 25 feet behind the car and moved across the road heavily and wasn't alarmed by her car being there. But she didn't stay long to see any more. She sped out of there and didn't stop until she got to her apartment. She was so scared that she slept in her car that night, fearing if she even stepped foot outside, she would see the Jersey Devil again. Of course, I have included a Reddit story, so like I always say, believe it if you want to, but it has a lot of details and it is definitely written by a New Jersey native. I actually had one story that I was going to use that even included evidence, but I started doing some Nancy Drewing and figured out the picture was from an episode of Paranormal State that was on A&E. It's an interesting thermal picture of what looks to be like a deer, or maybe the Jersey Devil with wings on its back, but to me... It really just looked like a deer. But anyways, I'm telling you this so you know, I'm trying my best to only tell true sightings. This happened in 2009. The user, named Nick, writes, I'm a New Jersey native, sadly, born and raised, which is a telltale sign that they are really from New Jersey. This happened to them when they were about 12 years old. His entire family went on a camping trip in the Pine Barrens. This was a pretty regular thing for the family, and they had even been to the Leeds house where the creature was said to have been born. Now, camping is a loose term for what they were doing because they were using their RVs, but anyway, the Reddit user writes, It's just my dad and I in our camper, and it had one bed in the back, and I slept on the couch that pulled out to be another bed. 
My dad closed all the blinds we had, and I was next to the biggest window in the camper. Now, this is when things get crazy. And I have to say, the writing of the account from the user is hilarious and full of colorful language, so I encourage everyone to go read it there, too. He goes on to say they started to fall asleep when suddenly a thunderstorm started, which woke them up and startled them a little. The storm must have been right above the RV because apparently the lightning was so frequent. All of a sudden, he started hearing footsteps outside. Of course, he tried to rationalize it as maybe being made up in his head or maybe just the rain on the forest floor. But the footsteps kept getting louder and louder until they sounded like they were right outside of the RV. He was facing the window since that's where the sleeper couch was and he could see into the blinds. And right when he looked, he saw something staring into the RV. The lightning lit up the sky, and he could see more detail of this beast. It was a tall creature with a horse head. The user says, honestly typing this, I can still hear it breathing on the glass. He turns away from the window, just hoping that it would go away, and he could just go back to sleep. But another lightning strike comes, and this time, the user sees the shadow of the creature. It looked like a horse, definitely had the same head as a horse, but... The top half seemed to resemble a goat. It looked like it had spiral horns. The creature started to move towards the front of the RV and the user bolted to get his dad. He tried to wake up his dad with as little sound and movement as possible, but his dad just told him to go back to sleep. He got one more glimpse of the shadowy outline of the figure, and this time it looked like it was heading towards his aunt's RV. The next morning he said, of course his dad and aunt didn't believe him, but he was hoping to find tracks in the semi-wet ground, but he found nothing. He finishes his story with a reminder, and I'm going to read exactly what he wrote. Quote, I mean, if this was some sort of nasty horse walking around, it would have had to have been at least eight feet tall to look into window like that, unless it was standing on its back legs. End quote. I know horses have the ability and strength to stand on their back legs, but I've never heard of a curious horse sniffing RVs during a storm. The next sighting was more recent and even includes photo evidence. In 2015, a man named Dave Black was driving home on Route 9 in Galloway, New Jersey from work during a storm. It was a normal drive home, but he saw what he thought was a llama running in the forest along the road. Then, all of a sudden, he knew it couldn't be a llama. He says, It spread out leathery wings and flew off over the golf course. He was able to catch a picture of it, and luckily, it came out pretty clear. He claims the photo isn't photoshopped or staged, and that it is really the cryptid people have been talking about. The image shows a creature with long horns on it, goat or horse-like head with large bat wings that stretched out. Black admitted that it maybe could have been a bird that could have flown off with a goat, but he still believes it was the New Jersey Devil. This week's segment of Weird Club is with one of my friends that I've had the pleasure of sharing the stage with. She is a beautiful soprano opera singer, actress, and yes, she even dances. And like I said, she's a New Jersey native too. So let's hear what she thinks. 
Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to the Weird Club segment of the show. Today we have another New Jersey native, Joanna. How are you doing today? Hey, Josh. I'm so good. Thanks for having me on. Oh my gosh, thanks for coming. So um, I always ask this, believer, skeptic, where do you fall on the spectrum? Uh, honestly, I don't know, but probably leaning more towards skeptic. Mm -hmm. That's good. We I... love a skeptic. We love it. <laughs> I want to believe, but... But so, okay, honestly, though, some of the stories are quite creepy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially the idea of like the full, like train car and people, it's like, that's, that that's a lot of, I don't know, confirmation of the same report. Right. And that's like, like something to exist. So. Yeah, that's, that's where, especially, I mean, that's a big cryptid thing in general is like when a bunch of people are talking about seeing the same thing, and especially for the train car one, like, at the same time yeah I, like they had to have seen something um right 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 so it's it's so it's yeah that's and i'm again that's like a huge part of cryptids in general of which we've talked about in other episodes is like when it's a bunch of people reporting the same thing they have to be seeing something that they don't know um so yeah that's why that's why i lean towards believer but i'm also just crazy in general so there's that um <laughs> but being a new jersey native did you yes. grow up with these like boogeyman stories of the new jersey devil well i definitely knew about it um i don't know how many stories floated around mm -hmm. as a kid but it was always something you knew about. right yeah. and it's something i think that I don't know. I don't want to say pride necessarily, but I mean, Jersey devil, a lot of people know about it. I mean, look like the Jersey devils, like the right. team, like of yeah. course their mascot is not the uh, image that <laughs> I think the Jersey devil is, but I mean, it's a thing that pops up in culture and like, there's going to be a, a roller coaster, the Jersey devil. And so, I mean, it's, it exists definitely in our folklore. Right. So like, even, even if he's not, you know, out there roaming the Pine Barrens, there's there's us New Jerseyans that are like, yeah, no, the New Jersey Devil's real. Yo, like, he's here. Like he's, he's here. You guys should come check it out and pay for our state to get more money or something. I don't know. Um, That's it. Yeah. More um, toll roads. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, those tolls. <laughs> Easy pass it away. Um, but... So I have some I have some theories on what this um, what other people believe this creature to be, um, and then we can also we'll we'll talk about you know we'll we'll like dissect a little bit into some of the sightings and um, you know maybe maybe people just saw a deer and misidentified it or maybe people saw I don't know a, a, a goat I don't know a horse even um, but one theory that is pretty prevalent. Um, that a lot of people believe is that people are misidentifying a sandhill crane. You don't have hooves with a horse head. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a big difference between an eight foot tall creature with gigantic wings. Right. And, and a then crane. a crane. Um, and like, I would say one looks a little more devilish. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, innocent. I don't like, I don't like cranes, and I don't like birds in general. So, um, I would be scared either way. But, um, like, they're they like because some some people describe this creature as only being four feet tall, um, and like cranes are, are are can grow to be four feet tall. Um, but 
uh, this one this one like animal expert was kind of saying how he thought that it was just people misidentifying um, cranes or like being uh, scared of of a large bird and then their brain kind of manipulating um, them to think that it's some kind of devil. But I, I, I don't can know. kind of see that. You know, actually, I was watching. I was watching my brother's dogs and there was apparently like part of a dead deer in the backyard in Mm -hmm. the neighbor's yard that I, I had no idea what it was. And there were these turkey vultures that flew in and honestly, I had never seen them and they were gigantic. I mean, I was scared. Obviously I didn't think it was the Jersey devil, but I can see how in the dark and not expecting to see a creature like that. That's pretty large. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that could be really scary and you can kind of, you know, spiral your brain a little bit further. To exactly. And that's kind of, um, the devil. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my gosh, the devil. But, um, that's, that's like a, a big part of it too, is like almost a mass hysteria type thing, um, of mm-hmm. people just seeing something, not knowing what it is, and then their brain playing tricks on them, which is a very common thing in a lot of cryptid stories anyway. Yeah, I mean, all the time. Right. Like, especially in, if for like for for anybody that's like walking around in the pine barrens the pine barrens i mean i don't know if you've actually like gone but like they're creepy they're weird yeah. they're it's like really quiet and um most of the time the trees are either dead or like going into fall like it's just i don't know i've never been to the pine barrens and been like oh this place is gorgeous like oh my gosh no i've never done that <laughs> I've always gone and been yeah, like, no, you go I'm and you out. think it's like secrets in the trees. Yeah. yeah. And even, out, even secrets, I'm, like. It's just so, it's like, I don't know, it gives off that weird vibe of. So somebody in there, like, you know, they see a bird or they hear a rustle and then see wings. Their brain could just be like the Jersey Devil because they had heard the folklore about it or, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another theory that. Honestly, I could get on board with. Um, so <gasps> there's me, a me, creature me. called the hammerhead bat, um, which is one of the pictures I sent you. And the head of this bat looks exactly like what people reported. And in that original sketch from the 1900s, what's in that oh, yeah. sketch. Um, like it, it's ear- like when I saw the picture, when I was doing the research, I was like, oh my god this is exactly it but then i started to dive a little bit more into it um so originally they're from west africa um and their lifespan is about 30 years um so that Uh, well basically also their wingspan is only 10 inches which means that they're not oh that's so tiny right they're like fairly big on the bat spectrum but they're not on the jersey devil spectrum that's like exactly not real <laughs> yeah um so like and and the weird the not the weird thing about them but one interesting fact about them is that they um they're technically herbivores but they do suck blood um out of livestock and other animals um and will scavenge for meat <gasps> oh. so here's like a theory that i kind of thought of myself um was maybe in the 1900s, like in 1909, when everybody had those sightings all in a couple days of each other. Back then, yeah, it was really common for um, rich people to, and even circuses, to bring 
exotic animals with them from their adventures or whatnot to show them off in zoos sure. and, and stuff like that. So what if a hammerhead bat was brought over by someone, it got loose, um, and it just went on this like, um, you know, it just, it was freaked out because it didn't know where it was. So it started flying from place to place and people saw this weird thing and then their brain started to be like, you know, they saw it. And then when they started retelling the stories, they were like, it was, it was so big. It was like four feet tall when really it wasn't, but you know, being that scared and emotions heightened, they exaggerated a little bit, maybe on purpose or not on purpose. Um, so, and, and then, because then it, it does get the, the sightings of the creature get more spread out and more sparse throughout the years. Um, so like, what if that 1909 attack was a hammerhead bat and, and then everybody else hearing about the folklore, then whenever they saw a, just a strange creature or just a deer or something and their brain played that trick on them. But I don't know. I mean, like, it's far-fetched um, for sure. I mean, it could be. I think, well, I guess never say never, right? So, like, right. it totally could be. But I think going from a 10-inch wingspan to a four-foot, I mean, yeah. thinking that something is four feet long or tall or wide, I mean, that's that's a right. big stretch. Exactly. That's, that's not close at all. But also, when you look at the 1909 attacks and really the mass hysteria, they did claim, or maybe there's proof, I don't know, mm -hmm. of, you know, footprints. And if, right. let's say it was this kind of bat, like, why would the bloodhounds be scared to kind of follow a scent? Like, right. would this bat leave a scent? Probably not. I mean, bats don't, bats don't, uh, bats crawl when they walk be, they have to use their fork because yeah, their their legs aren't right. strong enough to hold up their bodies so if this thing was walking per se on the ground it, you would have seen like claw marks in the ground because it crawls um right so it wouldn't have left horse footprints or you know they wouldn't have left well, yeah oh i wasn't even thinking about footprints but i was just thinking smell too like, yeah and i don't i mean i'm not like a i'm not a bloodhound so i'm not quite sure um but <laughs> <laughs> But I don't, I feel yeah, like, I can't speak from experience here. <laughs> Listen, I didn't get accepted into the Bloodhound School for detecting. Oh, um, <laughs> I know. My application was so good. Um, you but know yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I highly doubt that bats like have a, like a distinct scent. And also, Bloodhounds wouldn't know what a bat, like, no one's like, smell this bat yeah, and no, go chase wouldn't. it. So, right. yeah, that's, that's, that's why it's like the footprints and then. Yeah, the ten-inch wingspan is just—it's it, it, not even a foot. Like that, you can't. And the ten-inch wingspan is for um, is for the males, but the females are reportedly much smaller in size. So it's not even oh, like no, mm -hmm. it's not even like um, there's any kind of like. Well, it could be this big to this big, you know. Um, yeah, and if I'm you sure told me it was a two-foot bat, I would say two feet plus like a weird light casting a shadow. Right totally yeah but i don't know that's too small that's yeah too small. it's it's too small but the 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 head is so similar that it's like it's eerily yeah it really is it really is so like when Ooh. i first saw it, i was like oh my god i have cracked the that's case. it you I was figured like, it out <laughs> I was like, close the book ladies and gents you're welcome but um no Bravo, I, don't think so. <laughs> I was like i'm about to be famous oh my gosh um 
Yes. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's even there's even reports of the New Jersey Devil like killing livestock, and um, which comes with all cryptids. So they all or, got together. Yeah, all the all the cryptids like all guys, the cryptids got together. Yeah, we're gonna like, go we're gonna go after the livestock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so I think that just comes with the cryptid territory. Like a coyote pack probably came in, or like. I don't know, a bear. Um, we don't have a lot of them, but we do like have them in New Jersey. Um, yeah, we do. But yeah, so back to the mass hysteria thing, like I, I really think that a lot of, I mean, that, that's a, it's an effect of all cryptid cases, I think, but. I guess, I think it's really interesting too that there were two attacks on the same day though. Yeah, that one was Different weird. Different places, yeah. If, if the 1909 attacks didn't happen, I would probably be on the side of not believing him. Um, but since the 1909 attacks were just one after the other, and then it's not like the whole state of New Jersey came together and was like, all right, everybody, we're gonna, we're gonna get everybody down to this state because we're gonna pretend <laughs> the Jersey devil's here. Like, no, that's not, I mean, that's probably something New Jerseyans would do, but like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they'd go that far. No, no, I don't think so. But then again, like it is, it, it is, it is a, a way for tourists to come in because um, I'm sure like the Pine Barrens are probably pretty popular with like cryptid hunters and stuff because, or like even just teens going out to see if they can like get spooked by the devil. Um, yeah, I mean, but the Pine Barrens are also known, I, unless I'm wrong, but like, wasn't there like a mafia? Like, I know. I don't know connection. Like I hate to say, it, like you know, body. Well, no, I think mind barons. Like, yeah. isn't that a thing? Like they're super haunted in that way too. But that's like modern. Right. No, there's and not I'm, a cryptid. <laughs> yeah, that's not a cryptid. That's just mafia members. Um, that's just humans. Um, no, I think I think you're right. I think there was like a bunch of like it was a dumping ground for the mafia. I mean, I know that in the Pine Barrens, there's like there's like cars that are deserted for no reason yeah. and there's like weird what what looks like it used to be i know there's one that like used to look like it was a castle but it's just destroyed now so it's like a, it's a weird spot and it's so big that um i mean it's yeah. not it's it's not like it's gigantic yeah it's not like um you know you could get lost you could get lost in there um and then your brain does sure. start to play those tricks on you or even so like i guess there's enough room in there that like something could be hiding you know um there's enough like there's enough trees there's and there's enough land that it's it's i mean listen it's no ocean where like it hasn't been discovered yet the i'm sure every inch of the pine barrens has been like walked upon by somebody um yeah but if this thing's from the 1700s it knows the land pretty well yeah that's a Um, long time to hide 1735 to 2020 but the the there was this guy named Benjamin Radford who um, was like an animal expert. And he basically said, listen, even if the New Jersey devil was real, it's not even possible for something to have as big of a head as it's described and have little legs. Um, Like people, like basically in that sketch, he was like, there's no way that thing could walk around because the legs are tiny and if it has bat-like wings and this huge head, 
it just doesn't yeah. th- doesn't match up. There's no way of walking um, or being able to carry itself. Oh, please. Come on. We've all seen bros who have skipped leg day for <laughs> 10 years and they walk around just fine. Just fine. I mean, this thing has wings to help it stay upright. Yeah. So uh, what the heck? Why? And also like, do bat wings, are they really <laughs> that heavy? Why can't this stay up? I Ugh. wouldn't know, but you think they're aerodynamic and like know, right? light enough to carry around. No, I like that we're shooting down science. That's For sure. important. For sure. But it's, all, it's also like, <laughs> where you're just going to say off of a sketch that it can't walk. It's not like we have like the Jersey Devil in front of us and measured his legs. Like, right. you know, like we weren't like, sketch is not just, to scale. someone could have just been like, it someone's like fear stricken memory too. Right. But it's hard because it is true that the, like the New Jersey Devil is the boogeyman of New Jersey. Um, mm-hmm. And there is... There's such, and this is not just a New Jersey devil thing, but there's the power of folklore and like tall tales is so prevalent in everybody's history that, you know, this could have just been created for, to try to get their kids to come back before the sunset um, or, you know, and then it took a, a life of its own and then now is, is like this apparent cryptid, but that doesn't explain what people are seeing at all but it is you know, worth it mentioning doesn't i yeah i can see that i can see the idea of the jersey devil being used as a ploy to get your kids home sure. yeah good idea way to go yeah. but at the same time the whole town that was like all of a sudden struck at the same time by this creature that's unexplainable what did all the adults in the town have a meeting yeah they, say, they came together okay <laughs> this is the week this is the week we're gonna Put on the Jersey Devil charade and then scare kids and they'll never miss dinner time. At the same time, like, you know, it's 2020. And if this thing's been reported since 1735, like, I feel like we would have gotten a little more than just a picture of it that could also have just been Photoshopped. So. Yeah, I think so too. But, oh, you know what? Did anyone map these sightings with like a lunar calendar? Okay, the thought I had hello we're talking on a podcast i have to talk about my thoughts and not keep them in my head um the idea i just had was does this thing like hibernate or does it have this kind of like dormant phase and then comes out every i don't know there's not a set pattern here of years but Mm -hmm. like it's so it's so hard to to take an almost like an attack that happened in 1909 Mm-hmm. And then it just, everything started to get more sparse and that didn't happen again. And then it's like, yeah. you know, so, that 2009, at first when I heard about the, the 12 year old boy in the camper, mm-hmm. when I first heard a 12 year old boy at night in a camper, I said, oh my gosh, what an unreliable source. Right. Like that is total fake. There's, mm-hmm. there's no way this could be real, but I guess as the story went on, it, I weirdly like bought into it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's from Reddit, so grain of salt type of thing. But also, the way um, the way he explains it as as not like he doesn't go too far to be like I saw it and it was this it, this feet tall and it was like this big. Right, and I think also there is some merit in even as a kid you think okay this kid no. Mm-hmm. but if something really is vivid enough that will stay with you right and like he really must have seen 
something. Yeah. But again, yeah. I love that he didn't say, yeah, it wasn't Jersey Devil. I don't know. But, and I, I guess also the idea too, that he wasn't just scared for himself and his dad. Mm-hmm. Like he was scared for his sister and his aunt. Like he saw it go over there and it was this other feeling of like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen to my family? Like, what right. if this thing gets in there? Like, I'm scared for myself, but oh, I see it on the move, checking yeah. out the other RV. Like, I, you just, you don't forget a feeling like that. Right. And also, like, that's that's a strange um, thing to, like, make up, you know, to, to be yeah. like. So that's, and that's a part of, like, these sightings where it's like, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know what they saw, but it was something and they believe that they saw something. So right. it's just, and, and it's so, um, it's so yeah, like, he wouldn't have been inspired to write about it so many years later, if it didn't truly stick with him and say, wow, like something mm-hmm. happened that night, still haven't figured it out. Right. And that's, and that's kind of what, like, especially with Mary's story as well, where she, she was like, I saw that thing on the road and I, I don't, I don't, she, I mean, she was like, it looked exactly like what people described it as nonetheless she was so scared that she slept in her car that night like she didn't even get out of her car she was so scared that in that walk something would happen um yeah i mean you know how scared people get when they see a bug in the room yeah and they like can't sleep because they feel like there's a bug constantly on them could you imagine if you saw something that looked like the jersey devil right and you're like oh my gosh let me not go outside because i could die like that wow that's a that's a next level fear right and then also like us being from new jersey we see deer all the time like oh all, all the, the time. time so it's not like we can misidentify a deer we've seen them in every kind of light of day we've seen them in every yeah. <laughs> kind of like in our backyards we've seen them on the road we've seen them everywhere so mm-hmm. it's not like i mean i'm sure she didn't see a like and it's also not like deer stand on their hind legs all the time like um, right they don't just lean up or stand up for fun right and i'm like i'm sure like the bucks do to like fight or and show dominance and stuff but it sounds you like would in this see one. a situation happening between right. two animals and she said that it like walked across the road so you know that's something else legs. yeah on two legs so it's like Ooh. obviously she, it's and then for someone to be in a costume i'm sorry like that one's ruled out right away because the, nobody was in a costume <laughs> back in the 1700s and then also in a costume in 2020 didn't happen sorry like Unless they have a cool costume, and then I want to see it, but like, they don't. Same. Like that would be cool, and a lot of money. Um, but it's it's just especially, and maybe it is because like we're from New Jersey, so we kind of have that inclination of like wanting to believe in the thing that makes our uh, a, a thing that makes our state special. But <laughs> I don't know, like the the stories and the facts about it, to me, scream at least that there's something out there that is unknown um yeah so like i i mean i personally do think that there is i'm not saying that it's exactly what people are describing but there is something that was terrorizing people in 1909 and being pictured possibly in you know 2015 so i don't know there definitely is something out there yeah who knows what it is like your theory of you know the the creature being brought by a circus or a traveling, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, animal show. I forget exactly what you said, but I could see how if one of them got loose, it would definitely cause some hysteria because you don't know what it is. But right. the size thing is wrong, but 
Yeah, it's weird. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling really stumped. I'm fe- I, wa- I really wanted to logic this one through, but I guess that's the whole point. We can't do yeah. that because we just don't know. We don't know anything. <laughs> but decisive, yeah, at least. sing it out. Um, yeah, no, it's it's like we so know. we just don't know. Um, and that's that's like <laughs> something. New theme song. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we just don't know. No, we don't. <laughs> that's the that's the opening of every podcast from now on. That's just it. that. Um, yeah, but on that, I feel like that is a good wrap up of we don't know. Like, I'm I'm sorry for anybody listening that wants us to like discover it, but like, um, no, no idea, no idea. Um, no. But all I do know is that my eyes will forever be peeled. So we can have a part two of this episode and say, Joanna found it. Joanna found the creature. They're best friends now. (laughs) Nope. I'm good. I don't need to be best friends. Maybe I'll bring my camera and my cannon. Oh yeah. Bring the cannon. Make sure because God forbid you left that at home. I mean, it's just been collecting dust at this point. (laughs) Yes. My firearm of choice. Thank you so much for coming on the show. That is so amazing to have you on here. Oh my gosh, Josh, my pleasure. Thank you for asking me to come and chat about the Jersey Devil. Oh my goodness, of course, thank you. Jersey Pride! Jersey Pride, what, what? So, what do you guys think? Is the Jersey Devil really out there? We are on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next. It would mean a lot to us if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It's a great way for other people to find the podcast and enjoy, just like you. One week from today, I will be covering a story of the strange death of a beloved horse and what cryptid could have caused it. See you all next week. This episode was written and hosted by me, Josh, with logo designed by Jason Zykes and theme music from purpleplanet.com.